Hey, everyone, Sarah Peck here, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Okay, today I have a funny story for you all. Inspired by my friend Stephanie, when we were having coffee together, and I told her one of the silly little problems that I have in my partnership and how we fixed it. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. Before we get started today, I want to tell you all about the mastermind that we're putting together for the Startup Pregnant community. One of the things that has changed my life the most, this is Sarah talking, my personal life, is being part of communities of women and entrepreneurs where we get to go really deep. People who hold me accountable, that laugh with me when things go crazy wrong, that cheer on my successes, that feel how painful it is when things don't work, and know how much time and energy it takes to really, really make beautiful work in the world. Community makes all the difference. So at Startup Pregnant, we are launching a mastermind program for Startup Pregnant listeners, for Startup Pregnant women. Women who are interested in going deeper around questions about parenting, about motherhood, and about leadership in both business and life. We're launching a small private beta version of the mastermind this summer in June 2018. And if you would like to apply to join the mastermind, go to startuppregnant.com slash mastermind so that you can get on the list. And when you put your name on the list, I will send you more details about how the program works and what we're looking for and how to apply. So that link again is startuppregnant.com on our website slash mastermind. You can also find it in our main navigation. So go put your name on the list so that you can get more details and apply if this is something that sounds right for you. As always, hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a minute to leave us a review, we would love that. If you need any of the show notes from the show, head to startuppregnant.com. So today I want to talk about creative problem solving when two people don't agree. If you're in any sort of partnership, whether it's a business partnership or a relationship that you have with your significant other or the relationship that you have with your kids as a parent, there is pretty much a guarantee that there will be things in your life that you don't agree on. That's just the nature of being human and operating in this world. Anytime you put two or more humans into a space together, you can guarantee that there will be differences of opinions. I'll start by telling a little story of something that happened in our partnership, the one that I have with my husband. It was such a little thing and it was also such a big thing. And it's been a couple of years. So it reminded me of how important this was when I was relaying this story to a friend of mine over coffee. When my husband and I work in different places, I like to text him throughout the day. I like to check in and see how things are going and have some chit chat throughout my day. It makes me feel better. I like knowing that I've been thought about it's just something I enjoy doing. When he goes to work, he sits down, he focuses, and he gets deep inside of the projects and the puzzles that he's working on. And it doesn't cross his mind to reach out and to text. And so the puzzle that we were getting into is that I would get to the end of the day and he wouldn't have texted me at all. And I would be so annoyed. I would be very frustrated. I'd be like, why didn't you text me? Like, why haven't you checked in? Weren't you thinking about me? And on and on and on. And he 
was never doing anything intentionally. He was just doing his work and then he would come home and he'd be like, hey, you're here. Hello. Let's have a great conversation. Let's have dinner together. Let's be in relationship together now that we're here in person. It took us a while to realize that this was a difference in opinion and that it was a thing. And it took me a while to realize that I was getting kind of disgruntled and frustrated at the end of the day. I couldn't even put my finger on it at first. I just remember kind of feeling like a sourpuss at the end of the day being like, he hasn't texted me. He should have texted me. And we finally had a conversation about it. And I just said, you know, I wish you would text me more throughout the day. And he said, oh, okay. I didn't know that you needed that. Let's try it. But it didn't cross his mind because he was in a work setting and a work context. So it wasn't something that became like pressingly important on his to-do list. I share all of this because there are often differences of opinion. Nobody's right or wrong. Everyone just has a different experience. In my experience, I wanted to talk to my husband more and I wanted him to reach out and initiate conversation with me. In his experience, He didn't have it top of mind and had a lot of important work to do, and this was another thing to do. The first thing we had to do was just realize that our experiences were different and our wants and needs were different, and that there wasn't a right or a wrong. This just is what is. Something I love doing, especially in relationships or partnerships too, is getting really clear on what it is that you want and what makes you happy and sharing it and not judging yourself for it, not saying, hey, I know I'm like a stupid person that um, totally is insecure and needs a lot more contact with you, but I need this thing. And owning it and saying, you know what? It makes me really happy when you text me. So I've got this thing. It makes me really happy. What can we do to possibly get there? Is that something that we can talk about? And for him to say in his experience, I don't think about this and it is not the most urgent thing for me. And it stresses me out at the end of the day when I've forgotten to do something I didn't even know was important. So first we get to this place where we realize that there is a difference in opinion. We want different things and we have different experiences and neither one of us is right or wrong. Needs and wants are real. There's no necessarily right or wrong in a lot of these situations. It's just that we're two different people with two different wants, needs, and desires. And then we have to evaluate, is this the thing that's really important to us? Is this the thing that we want to solve for? I love this solution because he realized how happy it made me. So I'm sharing it because it also it makes me giggle. He realized like this was a thing that for better or for worse, I was getting super grumpy about and he could fix. And so what he did was he set up a recurring alert in his iPhone app. It's like a reminder. And the reminder goes off three times a day, 8 a.m., 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. And it says send wife text. (laughs) It's just a reminder to text because it's not in his MO to do it. And honestly, I do not know at this point, and I don't even know if I need to know, but he may have written a script, a bot, computer program, to auto-send me the exact same tweet at these times of day. So at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., at 4 p.m., it goes, hey, how you doing? And that's it. He may not even actually do it. And it makes me feel so good. (laughs) So I'm totally laughing because I think sometimes when it comes to our needs, wants, and desires, the next step is really to see if we can satisfy this need. Like, what is the thing that we can do to make everyone the most happy in this situation? And I also, I think it's just a crack up that like sometimes in our lives, little tiny bots or calendar alerts, like the littlest, tiniest things can make us so happy. 
And in our partnership, we definitely try to prioritize like with something small, you can get like a huge win in terms of your partner's satisfaction or happiness. Like go for it, do it, like put it in the bank. In counterpoint, like when I do the dishes and clean up, which I'm not very good at, my husband is amazing at this. He is very good at cleaning the house and picking up and doing all the dishes. When I do it, oh, he is so tickled pink. So this is like <laughs> this is like TMI window into our sex lives. But like if he texts me during the day and I make sure the kitchen is all like spotless and spick and span, it's a good night. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop there. That's too much information. But I share this because I was telling my friend this story in the morning and Problem solving can be a lot more complex and the problems can be a lot stickier than this, but there are some basic tenets that work. And the first one is just to acknowledge what each person wants and feels. Like each person is allowed to feel what they feel, no matter how strange, no matter how quirky, no matter how whatever. And one of the ways I love phrasing this is, hey, this may seem so strange, but I have like unreasonable frustration when the toilet seat is up. And I think it's an easy fix that we can solve for. But I just wanted to tell you that I don't care about the shoes. I don't care about this. But like this one thing, it tilts me in the wrong direction. So what can we do? Is there anything we can do? And you just acknowledge what you are thinking and feeling, even if it seems bizarre or strange or inconsequential. The tiniest things really do matter. And then second, one person is not more or less right than the other, even though it can really feel like like you want to get on your high horse and be totally right about something. There's just differences in perspective. And in this case, my husband went out of his way to help support me and get what I needed out of this relationship, like what I wanted. But he didn't have to. And he was not wrong for the way that he was showing up or the way that he was acting. He wants to sit and focus on his work and he wants to be in the zone. Like that is also equally right for all of us and for him. Step three, is this a reasonable request to ask of this person? I mean, no, my request probably wasn't that reasonable. <laughs> it's not right for me to interrupt his day all the day just to satisfy my needs. So just gut check that. However, step four and five are also important. Like, can I get my needs satisfied in a different way? If I need more contact and connection, could I text somebody else? Could I schedule coffee dates with friends more regularly? Could I, you know, have a journaling or a meditation session? Absolutely. There might be other ways for this need to get met. And number five is, are there creative solutions to this problem that we're not yet thinking of? Are there creative solutions to this problem that we're not yet thinking of? First, acknowledge what each person wants and feels. Second, know that needs and wants are real. There's no person that's more right or wrong than the other in most situations. Then gut check. Is this a reasonable request to ask of this person? I mean, it was fine for me to say, hey, I would love to talk to you more. Like, it's like, I want more of you in my life. Great. Is it reasonable for me to request him to change his work behavior? I don't know. You know, no. Yes, we'll see. But can I get my needs satisfied in a different way? And five, is there a creative solution to this? And I love that he said, okay, here's the puzzle at hand. I don't want to be interrupted. She wants more contact with me. I have control over the times of day. I can set up an automatic reminder to text. And in fact, Maybe I'll even program a bot to text for me so that we can both get what we want. And it just makes me crack up so much because I think in a lot of cases, we don't even get to the creative problem-solving side of the equation because we don't acknowledge what the parameters of the puzzle are. Like if we stop in the beginning and say, no, you're wrong, like your perspective or opinion is wrong, 
then we aren't creating edges for the solution design. But if we create these edges, which is Sarah over here wants more contact during the day, Alex over here wants to be able to focus at work, stepping back and taking a little bit of the personal nature out of it and saying, okay, how can we design something that gets both of these needs met at the same time can open up the possibility for creative solutions. So this one completely cracks me up. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can apply it to your life. And sometimes if you're stuck on a solution, it's actually great to bring someone else in, someone else smart that you know, a friend or a colleague that you trust and say, hey, no judgment, but we've got this pickle. We're two parents. We're figuring this whole thing out. And I want this and -and so-and-so wants this. Without either of us being right or wrong, is there any way we could solve for this? It just brings a little bit of the playful nature of creative problem solving back into it. And I mean, this is my relationship. This is my life. (laughs) This is the person I'm living with and the home I'm creating. So it's always worth it to me to try to figure out how we can get the most happiness and satisfaction for all of us. All right, everyone, just a reminder that if you want to learn more about the mastermind we're putting together for Startup Pregnant, it's an amazing community support space for women to connect with each other about entrepreneurship and parenting. We're doing the beta round this summer, so you can find out a lot more about the program over on our website, startuppregnant.com slash mastermind. Get your name on the list so that I can send you information about it because we're putting together a small pilot group for a group of women this summer. We would love to have you there. And one more ask, if you are listening to this and you are enjoying all of these episodes, we are looking for more sponsors for the episodes. In particular, we are doing a campaign for listener-backed radio, which means you listening. If you want to contribute $5 or $10 a month because this podcast is meaningful and worth it to you, that actually makes a huge difference for us. We're doing a big campaign right now to keep going with all of our mini episodes, and we can't do it without you. We've got costs to cover and editors to pay for and a whole bunch of things that it takes to make this work. So this has been an experiment, the entire Startup Pregnant project. And if you want to see it keep going and you want it to keep growing, we would love your support. Every dollar helps in these early days, as you know, as a founder and as a business owner and as a mom. So if you've got any spare change and you want to contribute a cup of coffee our way, head to patreon.com slash startup pregnant. The link will be in the show notes as always. And it means a, a tremendous amount to us to have the support of so many of you already. We're trying to reach our goal to keep the mini episodes going. So um, go donate a cup of coffee and thank you in advance from the bottom of my heart because I love having these conversations and being able to bring this work into the world. Thank you so much for being a listener of the show. A few more things before we end this episode. First, if you know of a woman or a friend that would benefit from this show, send them a link to our website at startuppregnant.com. So many of you have already reached out and shared your stories, what this podcast is doing for you. And for that, I am so grateful. So if you know of somebody that would love to listen in, or you think that these stories would really hit at home for somebody, feel free to send it along. Second, if you've got a story that you need to share or tell, head over to startuppregnant.com and send us a note. We have had so much reader mail already, and your stories mean the world to us. 
We are proudly listener-sponsored, so if you want to sponsor the show and hear more episodes, head over to our Patreon page and you can buy us a cup of coffee or two or three. We'll take many cups of coffee. If you want any of the show notes or links from this particular episode, all of the references and tools and tips that we talk about are always posted on StartupPregnant.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.